0: what is going on my fitness coaches welcome to another episode of the change lives make money online trainer podcast today we're going to be talking about draining our motherfucking bank accounts we're broke we no we're not we're broke
1: no we're not we were though (laughs) we aren't now but we were <laughs> so
0: every hater is fucking watching lives you yeah. are we like "Fuck, he's good. a liar
1: he isn't no no no, no the ones that messaged you were like i i knew I he knew was it. broke i knew that's he why he's no selling money.
0: the gym equipment he's broke
1: we are not we are not broke we are abundant we are rich but we did do something that's drain our bank accounts
0: we drain our bank accounts so we're talking about buying our house all right now kirsten and i when we were a lot of you guys, you know, message us and say like, you're inspiring. But like, what you guys don't understand is we actually like put ourselves under an insane amount of pressure in order so that we could grow and evolve. And so let's fucking rewind. Let's not even talk about how we drain our bank accounts to get yeah. the house. Let's like rewind all the way back to like when I moved to Kelowna and I didn't have a fucking vehicle oh and I was living as like a hippie. So like after I'd gotten out of my previous relationship, I basically decided, fuck life. I'm going to be a hippie. So I bought a moped and I was just fucking living my life. I didn't even have a house at this point, all right? I was just like bouncing around place from place to place. And you lived in this like tiny two-bedroom apartment that your parents helped you buy.
1: Mine and Haley's first home. Okay, well, my parents didn't help me buy it. They co-signed for me. So they didn't That's put down any buy. money. But I paid for it with my money. I just That's want to clarify that. They didn't <laughs> give me money to buy my house. I paid for it by myself. But yes, <laughs> it was a 600 square. Yes, they did co-sign.
0: No, i know that's what i'm saying i'm not not a bad thing yeah, but
1: they didn't help me with money so can you clarify that a little bit like they helped me co-sign for it
0: could you have gotten the house without them then they helped you it's not a bad thing
1: not with money though they helped me with their could, they have got, could you have gotten the house
0: without anyways
1: okay anyways this is besides the point so yeah i lived in a 600 square foot condo i drove a car that smelled like uh rock. actual shit Rotting milk. Is it, was it was disgusting. Okay. What was disgusting is that I had to drive this motherfucker around
0: all the time because
1: he didn't have a fucking car.
0: <laughs> so, the first, but, no, 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 We're not done okay. there. We need, to, we need to spend a little oh, bit more time there. Okay.
1: I want to say one thing first. Okay. Okay. So Brian told me that, and I remember this clearly, he said, "If you don't get a new fucking car. I'll be taking cabs everywhere because this makes me, he's like, this is not safe. It smells like shit. Like, I will not drive. Dude, like he was dead serious. No, He's like, okay. I will not drive. In this this car is tomorrow.
0: how fucking bad that car was. I wish you have a fucking photo, right?
1: I do have a photo. Okay, I have good. a photo of me, okay, a video sh- of me twerking on it. You need to, you need to
0: share the video after this. because okay. I think mean, okay. Share it tomorrow because the podcast go up and then people will see the photo. Okay. Okay. So yeah. this is how fucking, this is how bad this car was. Okay. So the first time she ever picked me up at the airport, this was back when we were friends, picked me up at the airport and she drives up. I was actually really excited to meet you. I
1: know. Mm. Anyways, I was so excited anyways, too. Yeah. I was
0: driving to the airport. I was excited to meet her. She picks me up in this fucking little car and I'm like, oh, it's a cute little car. So it doesn't have a door handle. So I should have been like red flag. I get in the vehicle and it literally smelled like a fucking dump. Like no, legit, it smelled like, no no, smell? no, 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 really no, 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 I'm talking. It smell. literally smelled like when you go around back at a Seven Eleven and you smell the dumpsters, that's what it fucking smelled like. Okay. It smelled like the, like the back of a convenience store dumpster. That's okay. what your car smelled like.
1: Okay, so Haley spilt uh, yogurt back there when she was younger and I never cleaned it up properly. So the smell was like rotting milk. Like if you, oh, oh my God, I'm going to gag.
0: Explaining it makes it worse. You
1: like smell (laughs) curls. Explaining it makes it
0: worse. Okay. So, anyways, that was her car. Okay. And I didn't have a vehicle at the time because, like, this is like me coming off of my previous relationship. And, like, honestly, when I got out of my previous relationship, I was running a fitness business. It was really successful. But the girl that I was with at the time, I don't know why I did this. We ended up splitting up and I just, like, fucking hated the business because I was like, like, doing my business reminded me of her. So she didn't like it, wasn't passionate moved to Kelowna with Kirst and when I say moved to Kelowna I literally just flew here one time and then just never left
1: he was supposed to go to Bali and yeah. then he flew here and then he was like I don't really want you, really want yeah. to leave and I was like I don't really want you to go romantic and,
0: and that is how it started so this was 2019 mm. when I flew out here to like see Kirst and it's 2023 so it's four years later and I mm. want to paint this picture for you guys because I want you to know what fucking happens when you go in so 2019 Kirsten, I think you maybe had a hundred to 200 clients at the time. It wasn't anything crazy.
1: God, not even like maybe 50 to a hundred. So yeah. 2019 just got clients. 50 to
0: hundred clients. Yeah. I'm just starting pizza domination. I've got like my first round. I think I'm working with like 10 to 20 clients. It's nothing crazy. Like mm-hmm. I have a few business coaching clients mm-hmm. and we just, that's where we started. And that was our like gateway. And so when we first started in 2019. I wanted to learn how to grow a successful business, but I didn't really know how to get it to the next level. So what did I do? I hired somebody that was really good at getting people to the next level. I saw this guy's fucking stuff on social media and his name was Tacky Moore and he was dropping like gems. I was like, I'm going to hire that guy. So I ended up hiring Tacky Moore, which cost me three grand US yeah. to every single month. When this was, wasn't when I, like I was making crazy money at the time, but it was three grand US a month, but I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Ended up doing it. And a year later we moved out of that house because we ended up making so much progress.
1: Yeah, so we quite literally just got together and came like this, Dream team. We just had so much. One, we had so much fun together. We just enjoyed each other's company. Like on the weekends, we went and saw like hypnotists, and they would tell us about our future life together. And Brian would show up every single day with flowers. We just like really enjoyed each other's company. We also were both in need of someone to help us get through our current situation. So like Brian like loved partying, and I wasn't about the party life. And I was super anxious mess. And Brian helped like love me through that and help me get through kind of like my anxieties. And we just started like setting goals together and just like building our businesses together. And we didn't have like, again, like sometimes I'd be doing live streams on my side table in my bedroom because Brian was doing a live stream in the living room, which was also the kitchen, which was also the everything of the house. So we just like got together and we made each other better. We made each other work harder. We helped get each other motivated, we started going to the gym consistently together, we just like, we just really enjoyed each other's company. And we had a lot of fun together. And along with that fun, we also just inspired each other to be better every single day.
0: And so I want to talk to you about like, no matter what situation you're in, it's important that you do the best you can with what you have. And so at the time, Kirst and I were living in this fucking tiny two bedroom apartment, it was maybe like a 1000 square feet for the whole thing.
1: It's only like 700, 700 square feet feet
0: apartment. And we both have businesses. And so I'd be doing a live stream in the kitchen. And so she'd be going in the other room to work. And then when she was done, she would come out, she would do her live stream in the kitchen. And then I was working. And like, that is literally the start of the coaching businesses that Mm -hmm. we have right now. And now we're like, I'm serving over 1500 clients. I know that you're serving over 1500 clients as well. Mm -hmm. That was the start is literally in the fucking 700 square foot kitchen, like live streams on the table. Like that literally Mm -hmm. is how it began. And I think Mm -hmm. that a lot of people end up not pursuing their goals or their dreams because they're like, I don't have the space or I don't have the time or I don't have the blah, 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 blah. And like, we literally had nothing but resourcefulness. I
1: think that- It wasn't
0: resources, we had resourcefulness. We're like, let's make this shit happen.
1: And I think that people compare themselves to where we're at now without even like getting curious about where we came from. Like no one just like snaps their fingers and is living in a 6,500 square foot mansion on top of the, a hill. So it's like, people are like, well- I'm going to look at them where they're at now, which might seem far away from where you're actually at. It is fucking far. And so, but the thing is, is that like, if you guys have followed our journey, like, you know, like we have not always been this way. Brian didn't have a car. We didn't have a house. Like I had 50 to a hundred clients and we just like started working and grinding and focusing on our like the bigger picture.
0: One of my favorite quotes, and you guys should write this down, is never give up on the time it will take to accomplish a dream because eventually the time will pass. Never give up on the time that it will take to accomplish a dream because eventually the time will pass. What that means for me is like, time's going to go away no matter what. Like, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I want you to like ask yourself a quick question. How fucking old are you? How old are you? Just think about that for a second. Just think about how many years have passed. Now think about- If you would have started on your goals five years ago, where do you think you would be right now? It's a fucking scary thought to actually consider. It is scary. So that is a scary thought to consider. Now I'm going to ask you the question. If you started today, where could you be in the next five years? Guys, I was going for a drive the other day in Dorothy, my fucking black Lamborghini that I love so much. that's getting fixed soon. Going for a drive. And I literally was like, holy fuck. I was like, I am actually doing everything that I've ever said I was going to do with my life. I'm a millionaire. I have my own gym. I'm driving to fucking Lambo. you got a hot ass wife. I'm jacked. I'm like, I literally have everything that I ever said that I wanted. I have like, that is fucking crazy. And it's not so crazy because if you actually look at my life and you look at my day-to-day actions, like it's easy to see why I've made the progress mm-hmm. that I've made because over the course of the last four, six, eight years, the level of consistency that I've had to the goals that I want to accomplish has been second to none. And it's been consistency, regardless of depression, it's been consistently, regardless of anxiety, it's been consistency, regardless of the situation I'm in financially, I was fucking consistent. And now, you know, nine years later, I'm able to, like, say to you guys, like, fucking stay consistent and good things happen.
1: Yeah, and I think that a lot of you guys are going to be like, oh, like what I could have done, what I should have done what i would have done but like it doesn't matter how old you are 30 35 40 45 60 65 70 so fuck i don't give a shit if you're 80 did you know
0: henry ford didn't start making cars he's the guy that made fours until he was 45
1: that's what i'm saying Can, and, and the like guy that started gary b
0: yeah yeah he did he started when he was 30 yeah
1: exactly so it's like
0: the guy that started kfc started when he was like 65
1: yeah fuck kfc Colonel. but yes yeah i don't even like kfc but, but, but yes, regardless yes, he's yes, fucking, rich, he's as fucking rich as hell it's so true yeah i think it's wild how many people will give up when they're not even halfway done their life it doesn't matter if you have a year left to live like what would you spend that year doing right it's so many people and then it's like not only are you not taking steps towards your goals but you're thinking every day about the time that's passed and wasting the time that you're currently in like who here right now like as we're talking about this is like thinking about all the things that they wish they would have done but now it's like you can still do those things don't waste your time now thinking about the things you could have done yesterday, the day before, years ago.
0: Dude, this is where my head goes. So, like, a lot of you guys that are like, I think that a lot of people put off their goals because they still think that they have more time, right? Everybody thinks that they have more time. I know two people that have suddenly passed in fucking, well, you know, one is, oh my on, God, one yes. is literally on life support right now. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that yeah. right now. Yeah. But I know two yeah. people who like literally passed like that. Just like that. And they're like people who like, Literally, we're just like alive, happy, go lucky, whatever. And then boom, that's the end of their life. And like me and Chris, were talk- I was like, dude, that is fucking crazy to think what? about. Like one day you could literally be like seeing your wife go out to the store. And then the next day you just don't come back from the store. And they're like, where is he? And then boom, that, that's gone. That fucking happens. And it's happened to people that we know in our circle recently. So my like invitation for you is like, if you're listening to this right now, ask yourself this question. Here's another one. I'm sorry. I'm making you think. I'm not sorry. You need to consider this. If today was your last day, the stuff that you're doing today, would you be happy with the things that you're doing right now in today? Would you be happy with the job that you're going to, happy with the people that you're spending time with, happy with the level of relationship with, that you have, happy with the way that you went out with your health? Like, is that mm-hmm. something that you'd be happy mm-hmm. with, right? Because everybody's putting off their goals because they think that they have more time, but it's like, what if you don't?
1: I completely What if you fucking don't? I completely agree. And I actually was just writing in my journal today about how the one thing I feel like I need to work on better is just like, except I always think about like, Oh, what if I would have had the knowledge I had now at 16, 17, but I honestly don't think I would have known how to use it. You know what I mean? And so my thing right now is like, I do spend a lot of time thinking about like past actions and things I could have done better. But I also know that all the things that I maybe don't accept wholeheartedly right now, but I'm working on it are things that led me to where I am. So it's just like, you can spend, there's a quote that I have is in my, our brand manifesto. And it's like, stop rehearsing the past like a broken record in your head because the past only exists in your mind. I've said this over and over again, but it like doesn't, you don't hold up a sign being like, I used to be a drug addict or I was pregnant when I was 16 or I was subsidized by the government for years and years just so I could afford groceries. Like nobody knows that. The only way that it exists is if you replay it over and over again. And I think the way you actually make progress forward is by like accepting everything that's happened to this date and like move forward on like winning each day.
0: Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Now let's talk about risk because I believe that like life belongs to the risk takers. I believe that the people that are willing to take risks are the ones that get all the rewards. And so the title of this podcast is We Drain Our Bank Accounts. Yeah. And I wanted to bring this up because I truly do think that this needs to be talked about because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people hold on to what they have as if it's the only thing they're ever going to get as if like if they don't hold on to it, like nothing good will come their way. And so I think I have the complete opposite approach. I believe that like the universe works in like giving and taking. And so in order for me to like receive, I need to give. And if I'm not giving, how am I going to receive? Like I'm not like a, an engine, like the universe. I feel like it works through me like an engine. Like the more that I give, the more that I get, the more that I give, the more that I get. And that applies to like money that applies to value that Mm. applies to like how much I'm showing up for people that applies to like the level of Love that I'm giving to my friends, all of it. The more that I give, the more that I get. And money, it's specifically, I think this is important because I believe that the more money that I give to situations or circumstances or opportunities, the more that I get back from it. So for us to get this house, the person and I have this house it is a beautiful 6,500 square foot mansion. And we had the opportunity to get it. So those of you guys that don't know how like buying real estate works, for any house over a million dollars, they require a 20% down payment. Mm -hmm. So for us, like when you were getting a house, when you're just getting started, it's like a 5% down payment, but like any house over a million is a 20% down payment. So for Kirsten and I to get the house back in 2021, Mm -hmm. the 20% down payment, which means that a $2 million house, we had $500,000 on the down payment. Plus we had to pay all the legal fees. Plus we had to pay all these XYZ hidden fees with real estate, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. It literally, quite literally, and this is not an exaggeration, drained both of our bank accounts. It mm-hmm. was like 450,000 for me. Everything. 100,000 yeah. for her. And yeah. like, I literally, at the end of the month, I went from having like 450 grand in my bank to having like six. Nothing. And was, we remember before signing
1: that check, we were yeah, like, like, holy
0: dude, fuck. Dude, not, not even that. Even the night before like signing the check, I was like, if this doesn't work, we're fucked. And, and I remember thinking that I'm like, this like has to work.
1: And this is like, this is a funny because our perspectives were different because obviously like Brian makes more money than me. And so he was putting in a larger part. He also takes pride in like taking care of me and taking care of Haley and like providing us with like a house over our head, all that stuff, right? So my perspective was like just my trust in Brian. And also like, I'm very aware of the type of person I am. Like I've never, ever, ever not, hold through, whether it's paying rent, putting groceries on the table, like even in my hardest, hardest like times I've always, I've always made it happen. Whether it meant I had to work like 28 days in a row, like I would just make it happen. I never, ever, ever leave myself short, but I also like know Brian Mark. And like at that moment when we bought the house, all I'd ever seen is this fucking kid set these wild goal, hit them. And so He was losing sleep over it, but I just had this like level of certainty and belief in Brian and myself because, like, I'm helping as much as I can with the house and it was a big step for me. But I also just like know the type of person you are. Like, he just won't, he won't fail. Like, he just won't, he won't let it happen. If he had to stay up all night 24 hours straight, Brian Mark would stay up all night 24 hours straight to make sure that like the mortgage was paid and that he pulled through for. Myself for Haley and just like for our family.
0: But it was fucking hard.
1: He didn't sleep the whole night and he woke me up in the middle of the night. And I remember this like perfectly. He woke me up and you're like, I like, what if I can't do it? Like, what if we fall short? What if we don't have the money to pay for the house? And he just was like, like, I saw him like full blown panic. And I think I'm pretty sure I just like like said exactly what I said on this podcast to him in that moment. And I was like, I've never seen you fail. Like I've only ever seen you pull through. And so I know that that's going to be this case. And like, lo and behold, you guys, like this house forced us to level up in ways we never would have if we didn't put ourselves in this situation. Like we wouldn't be where we're at right now if we were still in that townhouse.
0: So then, so it was like, we purchased a house, right? Purchased house. We like went all in and it was like a big risk. But then Mm -hmm. like three months later, we threw the biggest event we've ever hosted. Boom. Yeah. It was like a few months later, we had a thousand members in the Change House Academy for the first time. It was a few months later. We hosted our second ever Peach Domination event, third ever Peach Domination event. We just hosted our fourth, which had 150 people and 500 people in the virtual. We're now going to Australia for a mega event where we're expecting thousand people in person and two to three thousand people on the virtual event. So, like all of that happened because we literally drained our bank accounts for like the chance at accomplishing our goals, mm-hmm. just the mm-hmm. fucking chance, and just the like small, like the one fucking small chance that we would have. To accomplish our goals we drained our bank accounts to get the fucking house so that we could accomplish our goals and now it's like now we're fucking doing it
1: and now now it's we like, have
0: the house and now we have normal. the gym now we have the lambo yes, now yes, it's normal yes,
1: it's normal Whereas like before yes.
0: it wasn't normal it was like it was a stretch it was like i don't know if we're going to be able to make it yes, and now like yes. this has become like our new normal Mm -hmm. But we got there because we were willing to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. We got there because we were willing to do uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. We got there because we were willing to fucking drain our bank accounts for the chance at accomplishing our goals.
1: And I, I think for a lot of you guys that feel stuck and maybe like complacent, I honestly think that what's holding you back is that you don't have the balls to take the risk straight up. Like if you don't take, if I like, I think that I always found it, I find it hard now because I feel like, I feel like I'm coasting. I'm happy. My business is growing. Everything is good. What risk is there for me to take? But if I look back to all the times where I was unhappy with where I was at in life, in order for me to get to the next level, it required a certain level of risk. And so for those of you guys that feel like I'm broke, I have no money. I can't do this. It's like when I invested in Brian, I didn't have money. You guys, I literally begged my parents to borrow Five hundred dollars, put on my credit card. And for those of you guys who are like, "Well, I don't have parents that would do that," I would have gone on the street and made the money. Like, I would have literally collected bottles to make the money. I would have literally done whatever it takes. So, like, what are you not risking right now? Like, where are you staying complacent? Because I think like if you're complacent and you're just doing the same thing over and over again, day to day, can't do this because too risky, can't do this because it's too risky. You're risking living a life that you're just not proud of. And to me, that's like, I would rather risk my financial means, or I'd rather risk like whatever it is than just spend my entire life feeling fucking complacent.
0: I think that's the bigger risk. I do too. Is the, the bigger risk is staying in the exact same fucking place.
1: And it's easier day to day, but it gets harder as the days go on.
0: Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like the bigger risk is spending 20, 30, 40, 50 years working at a job are not necessarily in love at. Mm-hmm. And then getting a retirement fund where you literally get old on fucking two to three thousand dollars a month, and that is the rest of your life. That to me is a way bigger risk. Way bigger risk. And I would rather go all fucking in at a trying to achieve my dreams, and with the potential risk of failing or in the process, mm-hmm. because like that to me is a life that's like fulfilling and rewarding. And I would mm-hmm. rather that challenge than the challenge of going to a job I fucking hate every single day then the challenge of not pursuing my goals because I'm afraid of risk. Then the challenge of like knowing that I'm not playing at my full potential, but not having the balls or the lady balls to do what it is that I want. And it doesn't matter what you want. Like mm-hmm. if you want to start an, like a painting business, if you want to start a nail business, if you want to be a photographer, a videographer, online mm-hmm. coach, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, like you have to understand that like the only person that's going to do that for you is you. Mm-hmm. nobody's gonna save you nobody mm-hmm. cares about your situation mm-hmm. you you have to be like the hero in your own story
1: and waiting is going to get you literally fucking nowhere way too many people are like just gonna get my shit together like just just wait for me just to get my sh- shit together you never have your shit all together like there's still things that brian and i are working out. So it's like, stop waiting to work on your dreams. Cause there's so many of you, I can guarantee that are listening to this right now that all you've done is waited on your dreams. So like, I'm waiting for that moment where it feels right. Like, I don't think there ever would have been a certain moment where signing all of our money away and handing a check to somebody would have felt a hundred percent. Right. Of course it felt risky. Of course it felt scary, but it's also like, we backed it with unbreakable belief in ourselves and like that we're going to be able to do this.
0: Mm. And you just got to take a chance sometimes. You do have to take a chance. You got to take a chance.
1: And no matter what the outcome is, every chance that you take was the right one. And I think that's another place where people like fall short is they take a chance. It doesn't work out how they expected it to. And then all of a sudden they start thinking about what they could have done. But it's like every chance that you take, go all in and almost like don't even write this down. entertain.
0: Fail at full speed
1: fail at full speed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Full speed. A lot of people fail because of lack of effort. You never want to fail because of lack of effort. When I was doing fitness competitions and I like, my goal is always to win my show. And if I didn't win my show, I wanted to be able to look back at my actions and know that there was nothing that I could have done differently in terms of my level of effort that would have gotten me closer to the win. Because the biggest fucking regret that you can have is like, when you fail, knowing that you didn't play at full speed, because the reason you didn't get success is because you didn't put in the effort. So if you're going to fail, make sure you fail at full speeds, meaning mm-hmm. that like, I'm going to go all fucking in. And it's so funny because like, that's what uh, my football coach used to say that yeah, you coach Ian too. And he used to say like, If you're going to go for a tackle, go for a tackle at full speed because I'd rather you miss the tackle at full speed than miss the tackle standing on your fucking angles. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is like, if you're going to go for it, fucking go for it Mm -hmm. and give it everything you possibly have because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, whether or not you get the outcome, you know that you like, you succeeded because of your effort or you failed because you didn't have the right knowledge, not because you didn't try hard enough. Because if you're not trying hard enough, then you have to work on that plus the right knowledge and that's just not a good place to be. So like, if you're going to fail, fail at full speed. And that's exactly what we decided to do. We're like, let's fucking go. Like, let's make this happen. And if this doesn't work, at least we can say that, like, we went all in and we like, how many people will ever get the opportunity to get a fucking mansion like this? I'm like, it's like, it's rare. At our it's, age
1: as well. At like, our age. Yeah.
0: I, I remember when we moved in, one of our neighbors was like, did your, did your parents get that for you? Did your I'm parents like, buy the oh, house? No. Yeah. I bought this shit my fucking self. Yeah. Like, I also got the fucking gym over there. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to fail, it, make sure that you fail at full speed.
1: Yeah. I feel like your goal should be something that people look at and they're like, yeah, fucking right. like, I remember telling my mom that I was going to be an online fitness coach and this was my handsome coach, Brian. And she's like, you sure you're not in love with that dude? And I'm like, well, I am in love with him, but he's also (laughs) my coach (laughs) and I'm going to do it. But she didn't like, she didn't understand. She didn't understand that I was like, Backing like and i I want to say too that like I don't know that I backed myself with a hundred percent belief there was belief there because I did it, but I also think that that's why you invest in mentorship because like I feel like one thing you do really well is just like believing in every single human that comes into your world, and so that's like the same thing I do for my clients now is like If you come in with like 80% belief in yourself, like I want to be that 20. That's like, no, like it's not 80% you can, it's a hundred percent you can. Mm. And that's why I think like, if it's investing in a house or it's investing in a mentor, it's investing in whatever it is. It's like, go all in, don't look back, no other options. Because a lot of the time that's what you need is just like to invest in someone to help you instill that unbreakable belief into yourself.
0: I want anyone listening to this to understand that you all are capable of accomplishing your goals. But you need to start betting on yourself and yeah. you need to start going in on yourself and you need to start giving yourself a chance to succeed and putting yourself in the arena mm-hmm. and hiring mentors. I have like fucking four mentors right now. Mm-hmm. I've got Bedros, I've got a YouTube mentor, I've got a TikTok mentor. Yeah. I'm like, I've got a fitness mentor. I'm always 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 in mentorship. And like I didn't always have the money for mentorship. It's not like I just fucking pulled money out of my ass. It was like I would spend money I didn't have to acquire information that I didn't know yet so that I could elevate my situation and get myself to the next level.
1: Yeah. And I think like I, when I spend money now, cause I see a lot of people do this, you know, like buyer's remorse, like people will spend money on something that's really good for them. And because they get anxious after they spend the money, they then start thinking about all the reasons why they're going to fail instead of just being like, I'm going to succeed. So like this morning I spent $2,000 on a mentor. And when I spent that money, I also spent the time to talk about like what I wanted to achieve from that program and also spend the time being grateful that I got to spend that money instead of being like, oh my God, I spent it in thinking of all the ways that it might not work out for me. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like, I see that all the time. Like people have like literally joined my program, which is such a small payment each month. And I understand that for some people, like 69.99 isn't a small payment and I've been there, but it's like, if you spend that money and you go all in on the program, like money will come to you easier than it did before. But if you spend that money and then you talk about how, oh my gosh, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. You're not going to be able to afford it. It's like, you have to have the mindset that like, I'm spending this money. I'm investing not only like my money into this program, but like I'm investing in myself Mm. and like I'm investing in my fucking future. Mm -hmm. Cause like without the first investment I ever made, which was in Brian's program, I wouldn't be here right now in this house because we never really would have connected on the level that we did. So Mm. it's like you're risking the life of your dreams Mm. by not taking the risk. And I think, like you said, the bigger risk is just sitting in a life that you're unhappy with because you risk just ending your life and being like, what the fuck have I done?
0: hell fucking yes i love that guys that's it that's all it's like a few years ago back in 2021 curse and i literally drained our bank accounts Trained and i'm it. happy to report they're no longer drained <laughs> literally happy to report they're no longer drained and it's because we put ourselves in uncomfortable situations that mm-hmm. challenge us to grow and i like i'm a big believer in that idea like for my clients like the clients that are in the academy and especially the clients that are in the mastermind and especially the clients that are in the VIP coaching program. Like I want you to spend more money on me straight up Mm -hmm. because I know the benefits of doing that. Like it's not about the money that you're spending on me. It's about the money that you're investing because when you take that money out of your pocket and you hand it over to another human and you're like, please help me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: now not only is it like, please help me, but you're like, holy fuck, I don't want to lose that fucking money. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to lose out on my ROI. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm willing to do everything in my fucking power and go all in. to. And now it's like the amount of money that we're making that I'm making now is significantly higher than it was before I invested in the house. So you do have to bet on yourself. You do have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations because over time, when you apply pressure, coal turns into diamonds. You feel me?
1: I fucking feel what you're throwing down. Risk it for the biscuit.
0: Risk it for the fucking biscuit.
1: Risk it for the biscuit. But all right, dudes, guys. That's
0: it. That's all. Hope you guys have the best of your entire life. Where do they find you?
1: If you guys want more of Cursed in your life, which let's be real, who wouldn't? You can follow me on Instagram, Curse and Mark, The Real curse Mark. Pretty much Cursed and Mark across all platforms. If you type Cursed and Mark, my little AI character will come up. She has big boobs, tattoos, and a really cute too. You can just follow me.
0: Okay. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day of your entire life. We'll talk to you guys soon. Let's go.
1: Bye-bye.